0: might be for you
1: she's beauty
0: and the beast yo hi this i tracy g and you're listening to another episode of the she's beauty and the beast podcast where myself and good souls that i sometimes invite we candidly share what makes us breathe easier melt down rise higher transcend orgasm succeed Everything that we find throughout the journey of enjoying our lives full time, that is the goal. And beyond hosting this podcast, I share, I tend to share my usually zany opinions, experiences, finds, epiphanies, basically all things wellness, culture, and the in-between all over my social media. So make sure you're following me on IG, Twitter, at HTracyG, and say hi. And on my site, she'sbeatingthebeast.com you'll be introduced to these inner voice hacks I call audio vision boards. And they are pretty much my remix on affirmations. So they include a vibey soundtrack, mostly provided by my girl, Glam. And they're voiced by me to reflect who we truly are. You feel me? Dope women getting our shit together. You feel me? Savages hungry for inner and outer joy. You feel me? A beauty and a beast who never leaves the house without her headphones. Fill In the blank right there, check that bad boy out on she'sbeautyandthebeast.com. And while you're there, hit the free shit button for some goodies. Last bit of house cleaning if you haven't already realized, I am not a life coach, just a life cheerleader. So realize it now. Go on, realize it. I am a seeker who likes to share life stuff and question life stuff. And I really like it when there's a cocktail involved. Okay. And you may also know me from Sirius XM's prestigious Sway in the Morning show. Boom. So, to end off this long-ass intro, which I'll be doing from here on out in some capacity for pseudo-professionalism, basically, if you could invite both Rihanna and the Dalai Lama to dinner at your crib, this podcast is for you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I want to be honest with you. So, heads up, the Judgment-Free Zone has been fully activated, okay? And, and you know... I pictured the Judgment Free Zone as, like, a big-ass bouncy castle where instead of taking off your shoes, you take off your cool before entering. You got it? Greatness. Anyways, so I'm recording this on May, what is it, 18th, and just, like, six days ago, I was staring on my computer screen, guys, and I was wondering if I should tell a lie. Mm-hmm. If you follow me on social, then you might have saw that I was featured in a recent issue of the New York Post for their style and beauty section. Before that went to print, however, I was faced with a fact check question that made me squirm. Can you please verify your age? Ah! I was not in the mood to type 31, yo. I was not in the blood clock, biological clock mood! I was really debating on just leaving it at 30, to be real, because maybe, you know, maybe if I'm 30, someone will think I just broke up with my 20s yesterday and that I'm not far, far away from being the woman who's walking deeper and deeper into her 30s. You feel me? (laughs) Anyways, I ultimately went with the number of years I have been collecting wisdom on this earth, the number of years I've been polishing my self-awareness on this earth, breaking free from painful cycles on this earth, rebirthing myself on this earth, 30 fucking one bare minimum not being true about my age would just be acting as if I'm the only damn 31 year old on the planet you know so if I let shame leash me lead me then does that quietly say others should too nah man I had to fix my mind and I say that with gusto now but as a forever flawed and forever layered walking paradox something that I've heard we call human I have days where my age just feels more like a sore spot than anything else right and it's something I've experienced at age 25 age 30 Ooh, especially age 30 and crazy as this might sound to many it's even something I've heard I've heard a poppin chick wrestle with this who was 18 and Lord knows, I'd love to holler at Kylie to lend a hand in healing this. The fear of aging, y'all, is a real one. One that seems to especially plague women. I mean, shit, for the amount of men's magazines i flip flipped through in my life, I have never, ever seen an ad targeting dudes for anti-aging skincare. Have you? I know the answer. It's nah. And peeling back the layers on this... I think I have an idea of where this shit started. I think it, I honestly think it started in the early chapters of patriarchy when a dude had the gall to think, believe, and ultimately convince others that a woman's sole purpose in life was to birth them babies. So, with that ideology comes the urgency to catch a woman while she's young, AKA attractive and mega fertile, so her uterus can be worked like a damn baby assembly line before her battery goes out at, say, age 40. Mm, Here's the shit a lot of people don't see coming, though. Women are multidimensional as fuck. And to manipulate our magic by placing an imaginary expiration date on it is absolute blasphemy. Old school, ignorant blasphemy. Now, even if we lived to, say, I don't know, age 103 and a half, it would not be enough years to tilt society on its head. But... That doesn't excuse us from ironing out the wrinkles in our personal mindset. Saying <laughs> ironing out the wrinkles. <laughs> it's Thursday, so quick throwback Thursday, even though y'all gonna hit us on Sunday. But remember the song? Check it out with Nicki Minaj and Will. I. Am, And she ended off her verse by saying, and put an iron to your face, you old wrinkle, bitch! <laughs> That wasn't nice Nikki and that is on the complete opposite side of what we're talking about here but I don't know it came to mind it made me laugh and so I said it all right (laughs) back to business we are useful at every age okay I'm gonna say it again if you don't want to hear it again, you can press mute for two more seconds. But I'm going to say it again for my damn self. We are useful at every age. Nothing on this earth goes to waste until it's thrown in the waste. All right? I remember when Kim Cattrall, who is a gorgeous 60 years of age, you guys know Kim, better known as Samantha from Sex in the City, she came on Sway in the Morning. And she spoke very candidly about maturing in Hollywood and coming to a much needed epiphany. And I want y'all to listen to this. For
1: me, you know, when I turned thirty five, things started to change. Yeah. And I was mm-hmm. so lucky to get sex in the city and be mm-hmm. part of that. Because as an actress in Hollywood in your early forties, when I got that job, things really start to slow down. Yeah you know yeah. it's you you got an expiration date mm-hmm. and your if your birthday is a certain place people are not wanting they want the they want the new young thing mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and uh, i thought after sex in this city you know the only way that I can change things is become a storyteller. So I became an executive producer and I found this property and I tucked it under my arm and I thought, I'm gonna get this made. I'm gonna get this made. I took it to HBO and they loved the idea, but I couldn't find the right collaborators. Uh So um, when I was in Canada doing um, a play, I found this production company, and they went, we get it. We want to make this. Mm-hmm. And we were nominated for an international Emmy because we're a Canadian production. Wow. So, and now Netflix has picked it up. So I believe you know, there's a huge audience of women and men mm-hmm. that are experiencing this, and nobody's telling this story. So... I feel that that's the the thing that I can do in a positive way because I can't fight Hollywood. Yeah. Right. Hollywood is even it's not even just a place it's like a state of mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and the way it is with all minorities, you mm-hmm. know. I am now a, a minority. Yeah, I'm, I'm minor. a woman of a certain age welcome. and I am thank you. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. we're, make, we're making change happen we're because making change, yes. yeah, even as from ageism, you know. Mm-hmm. I have some I have more to say than I ever said. I'm mm-hmm. more clear about who I am yeah. and what I want. And what, where do I fit into this society? Right. Which is, I'm not buying less things, I'm buying more things. Yeah. Yeah. So these should be making entertainment mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm.
0: I want to see people my age on television, in movies. The key takeaway to me is that instead of getting bullied by the machine of Hollywood, she decided to reposition her gifts. She didn't limit herself by saying, my gift is only and specifically acting, darling she maximized herself by saying my gift is storytelling. You see how many lanes open up just by her deciding to go with storytelling rather than acting? Because the thing is, we can retire from our job. Shit, we can retire from baby making, but we can never retire from usefulness. No one can push you outside of that. But alas, I remember... Wanting to avoid the world on my 30th birthday. And I came damn near close to it. <laughs> and it's only because I felt behind. Behind on money, behind on travels, behind on accomplishments. And I felt like at any moment I would be outed and branded as this undeserving fraud with saggy ass boobs. Nah, my fucking breasts are popping. now anyway (laughs) but you guys get what I'm saying it felt like shit was only deemed applaudable when done at a younger age do you guys tend to see that the way society works it's like there's so many 30 under 30 lists it's like oh my gosh look at this 11 year old whose life is just so much greater than his or her parents blah 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 blah. and then everything is kind of sort of deemed aight when it's done at a -a 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 quote-unquote older age what the hell And what an abusive thought process, right? What an abusive, imaginative thought process. And this really happens the most when we place our lives side by side with the next person's life. And the crazy thing is that it's not even the next person's life. It's the next person's perception. Because everything comes with fine print and shit. In reality... I can't even tell you the last time I thought about when I was 21. Yeah, it was much easier to keep my waist snatched back then, but I'd only think about traveling back if I could bring all my lessons with me along the way because Lord knows I was a bit of a dummy. (laughs) And it's impossible to bring back those lessons I've gathered, so what is it exactly that I'm sweating? Nothing of our past can be changed. All that can be edited is our future. Another thing. Looking back, I realized all of those bad thoughts were attacking me because I was surrounded by a lot of sad dialogue about age. A lot of people that were like, oh, man, I can't believe I'm getting older. It's going to suck. Ooh, Tracy, once you reach your 30s, you're going to feel like life is over. I'm not even exaggerating, folks. (laughs) This is what I was hearing from some people. And that pretty much served as a model for my subconscious to follow. You understand? So let that be a reminder of how important it is to stay around the right words. Because, yo, a part of me lights up so damn bright when I hear someone say how lit maturation is, how lit 40 is, how they finally realize the purpose of this life at age 61. Now, there isn't anything wrong with a wake-up call. We're all God's children. However... We ain't all God's babies still, you feel me? So yes, there may be some times where self-awareness knocks on our front door like, Bitch, are you being responsible? Are you doing your best? Are you worried about the wrong things, wrong things? Are you still caught up in that bad habit? And taking the time to answer those questions is nothing to fear, really. In fact, I realize it's something to be grateful for because... Checkups, early checkups, especially keep us from getting into some deep shit. Ask any doctor you know. Now, I do get into the whole age debacle a bit with um with my friend Nicole Kane. A lot of you guys know her, I'm sure. She's founder of ExoNicole.com, and I think that our convo is probably going to be the following episode. So, not that I'm cutting this short, but I'm just going to lay a few more things out on the table, and then we out. One. We are always younger and older than someone else. Take that, take that, take that. Two, something tells me we don't just vacation on earth once. And if that feels right to you, then keep listening to me. (laughs) You know how sometimes you meet like a woke ass 11 year old who's giving you 31 year old advice (laughs) That happened to me, actually, when I met one of my boyfriend's uh, little cousins and I told her that I had a strong feeling this was not her first life. And you know what the little girl told me? That she had the same feeling as well. <laughs> so sometimes, you know, we meet people who have been here here in this world here in this human experience a number of times which would make sense as to why they maybe have a lot more accomplishments or wisdom or whatever and sometimes we meet a grown-ass motherfucker and it feels like they were born yesterday i'm gonna just leave that right there three i was listening to td jake's uh podcast actually right before i hit record on my very own and he was doing an episode on leadership and ooh, that left my scalp edge free. <laughs> he had an interesting, that's, man, I'm doing him no service by easy even using the word interesting. I'm just gonna hit play on what he said about aging, particularly within the black community, okay? It is a must listen. So clean out your ears because I need this to be received.
2: To the person who's older, And I want to say this because I think that this is cultural. I may be wrong, but I know for sure it is prevalent amongst African-Americans. We have limited our shelf life. We think we're old before we are. Our Caucasian brothers and sisters, by and large, don't think like that. You don't find 50- and 60-year-old white men talking about them being old. You find them running for Congress at 70. Come on, sir. We got a guy who is the president of the United States of America who is 70 years old. Yes. You don't hear him talking about age anywhere, at any time, at any place. He acts like he's 21. In our community, if you see a black man who's 70, he acts like he's just waiting on the funeral. I'm just going to sit here in this chair and uh, get ready for the cemetery has already been put in place, and I'm getting ready to die. Listen, this is an opportunity to be like the white folks. (laughs) Come on. Jogging around the lake at 70. Exercising, shaking it down. They be working, they be doing yoga. Old white ladies be doing yoga. Yes, yes. I don't know what is wrong with us. Come on. That we think the only thing we got left to do is eat sweet potato pie and die. The devil is alive. Come on. Arise. Wake up out of your sleep. Yes. Shake yourself. Yes. Loose the bands (laughs) from around your neck. You are not old. You are not old. You are not. You are not. You are not not old. You are
0: not old. Ay, ay, ay. Just, yo, just listen to T.D. Jakes' podcast. My baby Maddie James put me onto that, who is a phenomenal woman. If you do not already know, get on to her. Yeah. And finally, do recognize that there is absolutely no solid, agreed definition of someone's prime. Example. I'm pretty sure I had no idea of who the hell Viola Davis was when she was 31. <laughs> but with all that she's accomplished at age 51, when I hear her name, I feel like sitting up a little taller. You guys get the point that I'm making. Tiss all, embrace your life, and whenever you need a reminder or whenever you need to remind my ass, know that we got each other. All right. I love you. Again. Hit me on social media at it's Tracy Chi. Visit she'sbeatingthebeast.com and get into them audio vision boards. Also, leave me a rating if you fuck with my podcast. Leave me a review. Um, remember to massage your scalp. Blow kisses to yourself in the mirror. And even if you don't do any of that, at least keep the soul lit. She's beauty and (laughs)
1: the